Greetings. My name is James Major Burns, and this is The Third Degree with me, your host, James Major Burns. Ladies, gentlemen, and gender queers, this is a safe space for myself and others to speak on things in our lives, in our worlds. This is a chance to see what's behind the minds of the creatives because what you see and what you hear and what you think ain't always the truth. Here you get to share, laugh, live, love, and sometimes debate. Sometimes with love. But let me first say, welcome back. Glad to be back. But I've been gone a little while, but I am back with my series of third degrees with the Little Mermaid this time. And without further ado, I have the stars of the show. And no, it's not who you're thinking, Ariel and Prince Eric. That's so last century. But here we have Ursula and Chef Louis, who was played by Shannon Connolly yes. and Frank Lewis Hughes Jr. <laughs> Welcome. I wanted to say the third just because you <laughs> do your the, the third. <laughs> well, welcome, people. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Absolutely. I love being a host. I love talking. It's one of my favorite things. What? And, what a surprise. Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't I really get it from my mom. Like, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just sit and stare at her and be like, oh my God, I'm just like you. <laughs> Sickening. <laughs> But welcome to the third degree. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is The Little Mermaid, and it is my third time. We're going to get right into this. This mm-hmm. is my third time doing it, but is this both of your first time? I, yeah, first time. Yeah, I've never done The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I've loved it from afar since I was a little baby girl. It's my favorite Disney movie, but I've never been in it. So I'm very excited to like try it out this time. And not only are you in it, you mm-hmm. are Ursa, I am Ursa. your first <laughs> villain. Yes. How does it feel to play such an iconic? Because like it is not a small feat. No. It's certain things that people will not have it. Like 100%. they will see you on another show and they be like, "You play Ursula," and I didn't like it. And mm-hmm. it's like, "Sorry, you didn't like my version of Ursula." Ursula, yes. but you are the Ursula. <laughs> it honestly, when I got the role, I was very, very excited, and I was like gunning for it a bit. But once I got it, my brain was like, oh my gosh, you are Ursula. And she is. She's so iconic. There are so many people who love her and watch her and have an idea in their mind about who she is. So I went back. I watched the original animated movie again. And of course, there's like a trillion clips of random things on YouTube that I was watching just to try to see like what other people's brains were when they were playing it. And there's a few pieces like a specifically from the original movie that I've taken like a lot of her uh, vocal changes I've been using in mine. But I also try to make it my own and think of her in this show because it is such a different story than the original movie. So you have to try to make that work into it as well. And I think the interpretations are of who it is in front of mm-hmm. is different in 2022. 100%. And I like um, seeing artists, like this is the type of artist I am. Like I get like, you know, I want to keep it in the lane of what you know and mm-hmm. the essence of, but I am not remaking 
exactly what right. you know. Right. Because I can't. Right. I'm not remaking the plate. I'm just putting a little different paint on it. Right. The I paint have a that I like. You know, seasoning. It's yes. the same salad bar, but the dressing yes. may be a little different. A little different. But there are like certain things, like you said, like, you know, there's things that you just don't change. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like, no. No, yeah. no, that is how you say that. Yeah. That is who I'm she is. You don't for change that. <laughs> Only <laughs> your voice. Like, no, you can't no. do that. You got to no. drop it down to you the lowest sure note you got. Voice. Like, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Same with like Flotsam and Jetsam. 100%. And then you, Chef Louie, and you guys both have these roles that aren't huge in the show, but mm-hmm. they're both. No. So shall I say splashes? Oh, <laughs> and as to where you're the villain, mm-hmm. you're you almost are a villain, but Kinda. not. Yes, I mean, I th- it's a villain in a goofy way because he's not a villain, but to the sea, it, to world. everyone else because right. he's. I mean, he's trying to kill Sebastian, and I mean, but he's like, making but dinner exactly. Right. Like he's he a per- he's a perfectionist. He everything has to be perfect, and he just realized like, oh my god, I missed this little crab here. Yeah. No, he's he's a villain, but he's not. It's kind of, it's definitely like the chef and Ratatouille too, you know, uh-huh. but, yes. but but taller. <laughs> yes. yes. It, but again, he is not a villain. But that scene with Sebastian is like super iconic <laughs> oh, as yeah. well. Uh-huh. And how does it feel to play? How is it for you in that scene? Because it is so fun for us. But you guys are literally like. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is on what maybe a minute and a half, two minutes scene the uh, the mayhem, but. It's tiring. It no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's literally a movement to everything. There's so many highs mm-hmm. and lows, ups and downs, and it's a hilarious scene. But I love, I like, I just love the the other things in shows where it's like, yeah, they were great, but like, it's all the extra stuff you had to do, uh-huh. like climb on top of the the um, <laughs> table and then climb off of it, throw yeah. another leg on the table, yeah. twirl, <laughs> jump, chop the fish, throw it back here. Like, yeah. it's a lot of movement <laughs> when you're trying to sing a song. Yeah, the way you have to sing your song. Yeah, it, like, it was just, just like, <laughs> it was just a lot of like nitpicky work when I just did up, did up, did by myself. Like Carrie, our choreographer, gave me like these little things and like just be in our hotel room just on the bed just working like all right what am i gonna do? Right, i'm gonna pick the nuts up here i'm gonna get the fish i'm gonna chop it yeah, yeah. and then like the props are great and they like fit perfectly too mm-hmm. with the just uh sometimes they go out. away sometimes like <laughs> sometimes i would pick up a fish and the head falls off because it's connected by a magnet so when like i chop the fish but like oh it's a part ha 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 magic folks <laughs> yes yes the yes. disney magic or you break a bowl <laughs> you know <laughs> so this isn't your first time in a show together though no no, no. um so well, which we- number is this Oh, well, we've been together since 2016. We met doing Sister Act, Mm -hmm. the musical, um, where she played Mary Pat and I was in the ensemble and I'd had a few featured roles. Mm -hmm. Um, But since like 2017, we've Mm -hmm. worked pretty consistently together, like especially with Prather, they really like putting us together in shows that really like. I would say we've probably done at least 50. Teen shows together, if wow. not more. Plus, like kid shows, including like kid shows, oh, okay. or like if there are like we've done a show. lot of like like double yeah shows. like you do sister act, but we've done it in Florida, we've done it in Pennsylvania, yeah. like or a lot once of like up. um for a Christmas show, she was in the main stage show in Florida, and I, like Florida has two sp- uh, spaces. They have the main theater and they have a little black box theater, and I was in the black box show and she was in the main stage show. Did you still stay together though? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. That's yeah. great. I know a lot of uh, people are couples who um, have a hard time working with their spouse. Sometimes me. Uh, <laughs> our points of views mm-hmm. are so different mm-hmm. that it could just 
uh, be so hard to get to the finished product, even though I feel like, you know, and I love Trey, I love you, Trey, <laughs> um, that we, you know, the finished product is great. But I'm like, did it have to be that hard mm-hmm. to yeah. get there? But it's very strong points of view. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I, I know um, we have done a lot of shows that are probably more suited for her, um, but they're like, I'm shows that like I knew but I didn't quite know I'm like oh there actually are roles for me in this show mm-hmm. so it just it just really just worked out you know that makes me think of how does it how is it when you are looking at a show when you're so used to what a person or the the setting has been of this is what this person is supposed to look like mm-hmm. versus it just being a person because mm. we were like talking about that and there was a role you said you wanted to play honestly it was actually <laughs> When I went to talk to the artistic producer about playing Ursula, she was kind of like, mm, no. It's like, okay. And then we were talking because the other theater is doing Wizard of Oz, and I was like, oh, well, I've always thought about, like, Glinda, but I don't know if people see me that way. And she, like, not berated me, but I'm going to use that word. For, like, ten minutes, she's like, you need to step out of your box. You need to think about yourself differently. And I was like, but you keep putting me in the roles that are in the box, so... (laughs) But... Here I am playing Ursula. But yeah, there are a lot of roles that aren't necessarily my type, quote unquote, that I would love to play. One big one is Gertrude in Susical. I think I would be great at that, but I don't think anyone would see me as this little one feather tail. I, you know, I feel like, you know, I definitely would like to be Seymour in like Little Shop. And mm-hmm. I know like mm-hmm. people are like, you could be. And I'm like, well, I just don't see myself as him. Mm-hmm. Like even when I, I was Buddy the Elf, and when they asked me, I was just like, I was like, Buddy's white. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I thought you had asked me to be the manager. Uh-huh. I had, I was like, so they, uh-huh. the, and the way they worded it, they was like, well, we keep asking around about who can be Buddy. And they just keep saying one person. And I'm thinking like, oh yeah, Paul. Yeah. And they're like, that, that white guy. I was like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, you. And I was like. I'm sorry, come again. Mm. And they're like, yeah, they think like you're like the perfect person to be the elf. And I was like, me? And I literally was like, but he's white. Like, is that okay? <laughs> like, and they're like, yeah, you could do it. Why not? You would like, be a fantastic buddy. Yeah. Like, I would and love to see you as buddy. I had a lot of fun. And also, it was different, a different type of humor and like comedy that I'm not used to. Mm-hmm. So it was a challenge. So mm-hmm. I'm always like, okay, well, let's see, because I'm not always like particularly into this t- kind of humor. So mm-hmm. I'm like, how can I do it? It is definitely like a shtick. Yes. But mm-hmm. it was super fun. And I'm like, oh, I would love to try this again. Yeah, mm-hmm. why not? But it was not a, a role. I mm-hmm. was not there to audition for him. Mm-hmm. And when they were like, can you read for Buddy? I was like, the elf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally, when they ever, they were yeah. like, we think you could be Buddy. I said, the elf. Because <laughs> I was like, there's no way you're talking. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I, okay, I guess let's so. see what happens. It, was, it wasn't the norm, so I know. A lot of people are like, you know, they just, you cancel yourself out a lot of times Mm -hmm. because it's just the way it has been for so long. It's true. So getting into like a, it's the really changing your mindset. And that's Mm -hmm. definitely like what I've been on, even as far as like being here, because I'm so used to like working a day job and then doing this on the side. Mm -hmm. So trying to transition into having this be my my career, my right. my day job. Yeah. I'm still think like the middle of it is like I'm like okay, but I have to think about this. But I'm like, but I'm only going back here for this much time, and but or like being here, seeing how it works, and seeing everybody. Mm-hmm. I just feel like my mindset has changed to be able to understand it and like believe and uh, and also understand how to 
do it now yep. moving forward. But it gives me so much anxiety. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> it's like a job yeah. interview every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, thanks. I'm a, do I look nice? Oh, you can't smell me through here, but let me just make sure I smell good. But so how have you all, like, I don't want to go all the bit, way mm. back, but what was the transition like getting into, or how long have you been in the process of just, like, working actors? I have mostly been just a working actor since I graduated college. I've had pretty good fortune in the musical theater world where I usually work about nine out of 12 months of the year. And that's not like three full months off. It's like a week in January and uh, the end of February. And it's (laughs) cut up, yeah, in a different way. Mm -hmm. So I've been very fortunate to like actually have this as my career since I graduated. Like I'm I'm using my degree. What a shock, except I'm still paying it back. What a shock. No. <laughs> That's awful. No. But like same for me as well. Like I have been able to be consistently working since. Well, I I, I was I went to school for music education and for voice. I was going to become a music teacher and then when I started doing my field work and all that, I realized it wasn't for me and I knew I wanted to keep performing, so I left school and just went to New York auditioning and at 26, I got my first contract, and I have been working consistently ever since. Mm-hmm. And it's just been very, very, been very, very blessed to be able to do it and be able to still pay my bills and mm-hmm. be able to travel and still be home and see family. Like it's been, yeah, for a sudden, yeah, it's been eight years now since since I started doing this professionally. And you see, that's where I feel like I'm like just getting to, or mm-hmm. where I feel like I'm like I think I can do this now. Yeah, and I used to feel like. Not like embarrassed, but I used to feel like I'm like, oh, I'm so late to the game. I need to get to this place. But I feel like I'm like, no, I'm so happy, like mentally that Mm -hmm. I'm able to be stable as a person Mm -hmm. to now be like, okay. And then the same, like being in a relationship or Mm -hmm. like, I just don't want, I don't dwell anymore on all the reasons why I couldn't. Right. Mm -hmm. You just got to do it. And that is also why this career is so great is because people can pop in and out of it as much as they want Mm -hmm. like whenever kids talk to me about what they want to be when they grow up and they're like oh well i'm thinking about either being a veterinarian or an actor and i always say go become a veterinarian because you can always go back to acting you can always take classes or you can be a veterinarian who does community theaters or if you can take time off or something like that but if you have that love for something do that because theater will always be there and it will always welcome you back but the other way around doesn't always work as well being a 40 year old going to school to be a veterinarian is a little harder oh i'm sure it would be yep I, my love was just nowhere else i kept mm-hmm. thinking you know i was i went through those stages of like i'm like okay my hairline's gone this is it like i gotta <laughs> figure out my own thing we're gonna do these cabaret series we're yep. gonna start doing these other things of because i'm like I don't know how to make it happen. Right. Literally, like, I'm like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm thankful to, like, have friends or, like, Josh or, like, mm-hmm. um, and I, I got a contract. I just happened to look up. Every time I would look up something, I was like, I'm looking up Shrek. <laughs> this is my best chance. <laughs> if I got a chance to do anything, it Here has it to is. be donkey. And I had looked it up one day, and I'm, I can't. It's always random, these things. But I was in a show, and this guy who was working, he was like, why don't you audition for things and I was like because I'm 26 and I don't I'm not fluent in reading music I don't mm-hmm. telling him all the reasons yeah. why I don't think and he was like but you you should just go and I was yeah. like 
okay, thank you. <laughs> but then it like rang in my mind and I'm like, me. And he even offered, he was like, I know somebody who is like always looking for tenors. Mm-hmm. And he actually called me with a job, but I oh, had yeah. already gotten um, Shrek uh-huh. that I just decided to. I asked my friend, I'm like, hey, is this place doing auditions in New York on this day next mm-hmm. week? But it's a theater in Ohio, four hours away. So right. I just drove there, auditioned. Oh, this is a funny story because so, <laughs> uh, we, I got the audition and I was like, I just really wanted to go and be pleased with my audition because right. I hate walking sure. out and like, mm, but yeah. I'm like, no, I just yeah. want to be pleased with myself mm-hmm. and do the things I say I want to do when I get in there. Right. Somebody went to the college in my hometown. So we had like a little back and forth and I'm like, okay, I was pleased. Mind you, somebody bumped in, like got into a little fender bender with me. Oh. It actually calmed my nerves, though. Oh. I was like, you know what? It's just literally good. like a fingernail yeah. scratch. Go ahead, man. He was like, thank you so much, man. I'm like, just get out of here, man. Make sure you look at when you're backing up. <laughs> get their audition, leave, mm-hmm. get a call back, send the, you know, send the video in Monday. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, maybe I should drive to New York still and audition. The second chance is the better, right? What, what but, theater was it for? Um, La Comedia Dinner oh, yeah, Theater right? in okay. um, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... Um, Weeks went by and I didn't hear anything. So, of course, mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep at all <laughs> <laughs> for weeks. They ended up calling me in, like, May. Mm-hmm. June 1st is when you would leave. Right. They called me in May and they was like, hey, do you still want to be Donkey um, this summer if you're available? And I, like, missed the call because oh. I was at my call center job. <laughs> I called oh. that lady back 20 times. <laughs> it was a 900 number. I said, it's probably a bill collector. I'm not about to right. answer this. <laughs> and she left a message. And I was like, oh. Call her back all day, nothing. She uh. called me at that um, back the next morning and offered me the role. Oh. I called off of work <laughs> <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and when I went in to work the next day, this girl I had went to school with in second grade, mm-hmm. and we weren't like really good friends. But I will never forget this. She asked me if I got the role. And when I tell you, she jumped up and gave me the biggest hug and scream. We <laughs> fell all over the computer. Aww. She interrupted the whole work day. She was like, yes. Like, she was a manager. She was like, he got the role. He got the role. Do your voice. Do your voice. And I was like, this is amazing. But, like, the funny thing about that is in interviewing the cast, I got to interview the director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had found out that, like, I wasn't the first choice. I ended up being, like, you know, the second choice. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I'm like, makes me think. I'm like, well, I wonder what the guy ended up. Also, funny thing, the guy who got the role over me, five years prior to this in New York City, we auditioned for a show. <laughs> <laughs> he got doggy that time. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, Matthew, I can't stand you, but you are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because he lives in New York City and mm-hmm. he has more credits, but regardless, mm-hmm. I ended up getting the role. But who played the role? You did. Mm-hmm. And the director, I was like, if you don't mind, I just want to know, like, what was it? He yeah. was like, oh, the owners wanted him because he was taller. And I said, come uh, again? He was like, they thought donkey should be taller. And I was like, as a, as a, a donkey, donkey or a person. I'm like, but and they're like, yeah, they wanted him taller. And I was like, wow. But he was like, when you walked in, I was like, you were donkey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you know how long I couldn't fucking sleep? Like, I lost <laughs> sleep. And it just like, also was like, I'm glad that I asked because mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't. I'm like, if you can ask a question, just ask. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, it has nothing to do with your talents sometimes. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, or the people in charge who don't run the theater, who right. don't know that much about theater. Mm-hmm. You know, they own it. Yep. No shade. But they're like, donkey should be taller. Just just because. Sometimes it's the most ridiculous things. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard girls go to calls where they're like, we're only looking for brown haired girls. 
Except they're all wearing wigs in the show. Why does she need to have brown hair in real life? Who cares? Like, my first ridiculous. like type. Mm-hmm. Has, again, like I started doing theater at twenty, mm-hmm. and so as I'm doing it, I'm learning the techniques. But I'm the type of person that'll be like, "Yep," and then, then I will Google it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I understand like, that. No. Yeah. But um, so when we tried out for a ragtime again, I'm just finding out what ragtime is. I had to learn the "Make Them Hear You" song, mm-hmm. but they typed us. So I'm walking in. Didn't know that when we got there. Mm-hmm. Walking in with twelve people, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so scary! I'm about to have to sing in front of all these guys." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "How you doing?" Turn around, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, what?" Yep. And they were like, "Okay, turn back around." And I'm like, "What is going on?" Yep. Yeah. And then they asked us to leave. I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. I get out there, and my friend, a girl who went with me, she was like, "Oh, oh, they're typing." They're typing. So, and we hear this girl singing mm-hmm. in the in the lobby, and I'm like, "Well, it's you know, it's not great," but she got. Pass mm-hmm. just because of what she looked like. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was stunned, especially being like, I was like probably like 23. Yep. And I'm like, I don't know if that was her real voice, but I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, I have stood in that fun typing line before, like Many chorus times. line mm-hmm. style, holding your mm-hmm. headshot in front of you as they look you up and down and decide if you are fit mm-hmm. for this, even though they have no idea what your talents are. They mm-hmm. don't even look at the back of your resume, nope. just your picture. It is fully like just your body and your face and or your they hair. have their, your headshot in them they're putting you in this pile that person in that pile yep. that person in that pile and you don't know which pile i've also been what. in what i think is the worst way to type is you have people sing four bars yep. of music bars. what do you do in four bars Hold that's that two words yeah. <laughs> right and then do you just yeah. start a song yeah. belting yeah. yeah, because you just right out the no gate. Bill, like, there's no bill. There's no. Did yeah. you want to see all of my talents in the yeah. box? Just yeah. call yeah. me Rose. <laughs> bars. I was like, okay, so this is typing, but you're not calling it typing. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's interesting because like the people in charge like get to do what they want mm-hmm. because it's their show. Yep. But um, and even like in a in a show like this, like the way I'm just so used to doing it, even mm-hmm. though we have such a short time, mm-hmm. um. And even with some people in the cast, I asked Jack today, I'm like, what's your goal? What, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. What are you, because I'm always looking at where I want to end up. Mm-hmm. But I know you got to like stay right ahead of you. Mm-hmm. But I'm always like learning. Like, so if I don't have a lesson on stage, I'm like, I need to learn how to deal with backstage. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to be around somebody who like is annoying, but right. you have to deal with annoying people. You do. Maybe yeah. you have a completely different point of view of the director, but it's their show and you mm-hmm. have to like, so I'm always looking at like ways to help me like, you know, balance mm-hmm. when I'm in a situation that is not mm-hmm. great. Sure. Right. So how do you guys manage balance? Balance. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Balance. Um, hmm. I tend to be a big old people pleaser. And I also am usually very quiet in a room i am observational Mm -hmm. so when i'm sitting in a room i am looking around and like scoping people out figuring out how they think how things work for them how they like to be talked to how they talk to other people and i also tend to be a mimic and i know that's a horrible personality trait because i will mimic things back at people that i know that they like Mm-hmm. See, people like you make me think and I'm like oh my gosh does she like me let me talk to her more no I here's the thing if I don't like someone 
I will not make it obvious, obvious, but I will keep myself. I will keep a distance from someone. I'll be nice. I'll say hi. I'll do all of those things. But I will keep a distance from a person that I do not like to be around because I'm too old to deal with that. I'm too old (laughs) to deal with people that I don't like. And unless I am forced into a situation with them, I just try to keep my distance. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. How about you, Frank? Well, I mean... Some some with the same way like I also can be a people pleaser, but I'm also the like strong silent type. I just I come in. I don't I'm not I don't like I don't like talking to people mm-hmm. in general. But um but you but You're so nice. <laughs> well thank you. But like I just I wanna come here, I wanna do my job and like I like I enjoy the people in this cast. I like talking to the people in this cast, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is my job. I wanna come here, do it, go home. Mm-hmm. And just and if there's a party happening, great. If not, right. I just wanna chill in my room watch TV and be with my girlfriend. Right. But I'm completely different because I crave energy from other people. Mm. Even if I'm not involved in it, just being around Mm. other people like energizes me. So sometimes I'm like, Frank, I'm just going to go and do this thing because I need to be around people. And he's like, all right, I'll be here. We're also like very like, because we we never fly. We always drive on contracts. Mm -hmm. We've separated together. And I'm the type of driver where... I'll I'll be listening to something. Something stops. I can just drive for hours. Silence. With silence. I'm a, I am I am at not. peace. I'm nope. just focusing on driving. I I can probably drive from New Jersey yeah. to Florida with nothing in the with nothing happening in the car and be just fine. I can't live my life without sound. Sound. <laughs> I constantly what? Have sound. I'm like when me and, when me and Trey get in the car together, I always drive. And he's like, "Do you gotta put something on?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> Well, if we're not talking, but like if yeah. we're if we're like listen, I'm like I'm okay with listening to stuff. Like we listen uh-huh. to a lot of podcasts when we drive, um, and I'm like it's very it's very calming. But like if I'm alone, like yeah, I'm okay with just with nothing, mm-hmm. just like the sound of silence. No, there are times where I'm like, you know, just I like the listen to the air conditioner blow because it's 106 <laughs> degrees, or when I have like a nice breeze and I'm just like, <sighs> yeah. but I'm a big audible and mm-hmm. um, podcast. Yeah. So or there's just music. It just literally is like my wave like i connect to the you know fibers of earth and like the wind and things like i need that to like it's true like breathe through me well like last night we we went to tobias frog last night and our on our ride home ironic by alanis morissette came on and we were just both belting at the top of our lungs (laughs) on the way home (laughs) yeah i know um my friend told me i'm sure this isn't appropriate anymore but he (laughs) in high school he told me i had singers tourettes because like i just like i feel like my mind is a record player and then like Mm -hmm. songs just come and they just i just sing them Mm -hmm. and i'm like what where was I even thinking of that and now I'm gonna be singing this little tune Mm -hmm. and I'm always just like singing and like writing and my mind is just Mm -hmm. always on a go my mind is also always on a go but like it's like um I'm I'm writing a one-person show Mm -hmm. I have this um my mom's friend he is um she got me connected with him because he's in the industry and he's like filming a uh, movie right now and he just like sends me um encouraging like messages or he'll be like, um, you know, what's going on? What you got mm-hmm. going on? And he was like, you should write a one-man show. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to actually start doing something now because mm-hmm. I've, like, thought about doing mm-hmm. something like that before. Mm-hmm. But the type of person that I am when it comes to, like, creation and, like, being around people, I don't know if it – I'm like, I just want to connect to a person on a, like, a, like a genuine level mm-hmm. regardless of, like, differences. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have a, a human experience with someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like – 
I'm always like that. I'm always like, no, let's talk about something that means something. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, no, like I don't want to go that deep. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, it's okay with me. If you want to get something want. off your chest, be who you are. That's me. And this is the same like when I'm creating things. Mm-hmm. But a big part of like my creation has been like a release mm-hmm. of energy. Like I've had a journal forever mm-hmm. and I never considered that writing oh. until I got older and mm-hmm. I was like, well, I have songs in here. Yeah, take I was a look always back. writing Ooh. down mm-hmm. exactly how I felt. Yep. Mm-hmm. In, in, like, exactly. Like, not a metaphor well, at the time when I couldn't be gay. But, um, <laughs> like, it's exactly how I felt and that's kind of how I am as a writer uh, whether it's song or, like, a short story. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, trying to write this one person show and I'm like, wait, I don't know. I'm like, does it have to be like this? Like, Everything doesn't, you know, maybe it could just be fun. And then I'm just like, I don't want to go against like what I feel like Mm -hmm. it just comes out of me. And I, a lot of times, like I said, I want to get whatever is on me out. Out. Mm -hmm. And because where I'm at in my life, I feel like I'm like, can really close a chapter in Mm -hmm. the show of it to like move forward. Even like I'm saying, like moving forward and being like, you know what? I can do this now because it was like my mindset for so long. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm in this transition period. And there's going to be fun, but there's always a realness. Because I feel like, you know, when you have a... um, It's also interesting, like, realizing the power of your words Mm -hmm. or the weight of your words. Like, in my community, if people look at me a certain way Mm -hmm. or from, you know being here or being outspoken mm-hmm. or, you know, right. because I'm black and queer, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you were outspoken. I don't have a choice. <laughs> that's just me. I was yep. just trying to do me. Yeah, that's But it kind of comes across like this because yeah. every time I say something, it's like, well, it's against what the norm is. So mm-hmm. I'm like, at this point, it is what it is. But right. I'm like, well, if I have these moments to speak, then I want it to be meaningful mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like um, joyful or like uplifting to somebody. Sure. I understand that. Have you ever considered doing stand-up? I feel like you would be really good at it. It's another one of those things mm-hmm. that I'm like, I, you know, I got to do one thing at a time. Sure. sure. But it's one of those things that I'm like afraid of. And then I have to think practically because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can be storytelling funny, but I'm always thinking of joke funny. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't have jokes, but I'm like, how can I make like my, you know, mm-hmm. a storytelling like five minutes is my first goal. I'm right. Like, yeah. I want to do like Tight five product. minutes uh. and like, you know, because I have to get out of the process of like, oh, what do they what do they think is funny no. versus just being yourself and yep. finding people who but think I, you're funny. I definitely have it on my list to do. But mm-hmm. like, you know, I respect the craft too much to just like <laughs> go do it. Jump I'm in. like, no, 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 no. Because all mm-hmm. I can see is like people like roasting you or like Listen. booing you. And I'm like, Ugh. you go to some of those open mic nights, though, with comedians. There'll be, let's say, 10 comedians, nine of them aren't really doing yeah. it. Nine of them comedy, are not great. Um, like our the bar I worked at, I had a comedy center downstairs. Mm-hmm. And there, there's this one guy, he just was, <laughs> he was so bad. He did a 9-11 <laughs> joke, and I was just like, Oof. bruh, yeah. Oof. look at your audience, bruh. This ain't family uh, no. guy. <laughs> I was like, look no. at your audience. And, you know, a few people got up and walked out. Yeah. Well, people don't realize, comedy is hard. It comedy, is. Comedy is so hard you know like comedic timing yeah like, writing yeah. your own jokes performing like, other people's a, jokes just hitting lines mm-hmm. like it's a it's, lot uh, uh rhythm to it mm-hmm. there's a skill to it and even watching like the pit stop and hearing them talk about how stand-up is different from a roast yes. different from uh, a sketch yep mm-hmm. improv it's also it's different all, yeah it's i always say it's an art and a science yes, there are definite steps that you can learn to make comedy work but if it's not 
in you somewhere, it's not going to work. You can follow all the steps. And if you don't have it in your soul, it doesn't come mm-hmm. out, right? You also have to be, you have to be a fool. Like, come, yeah. like you can't be afraid to look like an idiot yeah. sometimes. My, my, the role that did that for me was um, in uh, Legally Blonde when I was Carlos. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't like out yet. Yeah. And right. I was just like, I get to gallivant okay. on stage. Here like, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> and yeah. ju- I'm just acting. <laughs> but it just made me think, I'm like, well, I can't be afraid to look silly. Mm-hmm. I got to just be able to break it down. And that's when I really started like getting comfortable with myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, I look a fool here. And, mm-hmm. you know, finally getting to, like, I just enjoy it. And, you know, we, we're rolling in our last few weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I really just enjoy this because I'm, I'm just happy yeah. doing it because yeah. it, mm-hmm. it, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where the audience connects with me because regardless of my talent, 100%. I always say, I'm like, I think yeah. they like my talent, but I know they feel the connection of joy mm-hmm. that I just have yeah. on this stage. Mm-hmm. And like, that's why it's not always about um, you singing the perfect note, nope. remembering all the lines, nope. because like, it's the feeling like, and, mm-hmm. and that's why I, even when I'm creating, I'm like, I like to be moved mm-hmm. and songs are fun sometimes and things are fun. But I'm like, I'm always looking to mm-hmm. like think or be moved mm-hmm. in you know, some yeah. wild fashion. That's why I always like, we are doing musical theater and I always have to emphasize theater Mm -hmm. because we are storytelling and that is the most important part. We're not doing a concert. We're not singing in a concert. We're not dancing in a dance concert. We are doing storytelling and that is the most important part always to me Mm -hmm. is storytelling. It doesn't matter if I hit the E perfectly every single time at the end of a song. It's that Mm -hmm. I am that character and can tell that story to the audience for them to understand. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I was so nervous like when we started dancing because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't, I've never taken a dance class. But like now, Mm -hmm. and and it's like, even like when you like are just coming back across yourself and just reflecting, Mm -hmm. I'm like Mm -hmm. having so much fun and I know, I'm like, I don't know what my feet look like, but you know what? (laughs) I'm enjoying myself. You're killing it. It it is so much fun. But those first few days, like I wasn't scared but I'm just like I know okay. like it takes the them a couple yeah. minutes versus right. I'm like oh I'm just like so I just was like I'm gonna skip this part and I'm gonna right. go watch the video right. mm-hmm. but I'm like also like getting back into the routine of doing it mm-hmm. and making it I'm like okay mm-hmm. I haven't done a show since December yeah. so I'm like I haven't I'm like woo I ain't out here dancing <laughs> I'm not out here dancing like this I need to mm-hmm. but yeah. Carrie was very encouraging mm-hmm. and I really like Carrie he's like it's okay you can do it you I'm, got like, it. I'm like thank great. you Carrie's yes. the best but yeah. it is. It's like if you are showing the audience that you are having fun with the dance mm-hmm. and doing it in a, a purposeful way, it doesn't necessarily, necessarily matter what your feet are doing if your face is giving it. You know right. what I like, mean? I'm not auditioning for Chicago. Right, right. Because that's different. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not baby. Soapy right. in an American in Paris. <laughs> We're not yeah, doing that. that. Cause someone was like, are you auditioning for Chicago? I said, me? Yeah. Oh no! I I know I know where I'm at, baby. <laughs> and I'm fine. I can see. I come visit you in Chicago, yeah. but in this yeah. uh, at the show, it depends Everyone, on the role, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. You know, the one that's not dancing too much, I can give you a little hot cha cha cha. But <laughs> a little kickball change over here. Yeah. Yes. So let's you know turn it around a little bit. Let's okay. talk first impressions. Okay. What did you think of James Major Burns when you first saw James Major <laughs> when Burns? When I first saw James what Major day was Burns, it? that was. When we all went to Loxley's for the like the, 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 the mm-hmm. I can speak the day yeah. before first day of rehearsals, and mm-hmm. I saw you in your your big moomoo, and I'm like, this guy knows where. <laughs> Comfortability. Yeah. I am. Oh, 
I am all about comfortability, uh-huh. spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Yes, and you introduce yeah. yourself, and you just you're like, I'm a hugger. I'm like, bring it. In, Here we bring are. I was like, yeah. I'm a hugger. Is that cool? Like <laughs> at this point, I always yeah. assume like when I'm like, oh wait, uh. no. when somebody gives me the hand, I'm kind of like, mm, hello. <laughs> I do tend to offer the hand, yes. but I am always ready for the uh-huh. hug yep. because mm-hmm. I don't want to. Again, I am so like timid and reading people. And when I haven't been able to read people yet, I don't want to go in for a hug personally. Mm-hmm. So I offer the hand. And if I see the arms extend, it's a very easy <laughs> like, open uh-huh. from a shake to a hug. <laughs> yes. Who knew? I was just being a fish, just swimming around yeah. to this hug. I definitely had to get like, you know, un- when it comes to like understanding other people people mm-hmm. um how it just takes other people like a little bit more time to warm up mm-hmm. and i'm so much of a like let's get in there because mm-hmm. uh-huh. we got two weeks which i learned doing shows in like community theater right we would rehearse for eight weeks and we have two weekends of shows mm-hmm. so i would be so stressed and not enjoying myself as I much understand. because i'm here mm-hmm. i was always there to work so I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't have classes this is my work mm-hmm. yeah. But then um, I forgot what show it was by the second weekend. I was like, oh, man, I think it might have been Legally Blonde. I'm like, oh, I really want to enjoy this week because right. I'm almost done and I'm just now starting to have fun mm-hmm. and we only have a week left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it I'm always, always like, hey, how's it going? It always sneaks up on you. But I will say, I still say it to this day. And the first thing we ever said about you to anyone else was, we love him. He is so funny yep he is so funny you're just like not even cracking jokes just like you just brings me so much joy person. and it's yeah. so funny to me yeah. I, I love think, it like it's interesting like when somebody has that opinion of you and mm-hmm. then like how you view yourself because like i'm starting to view myself like as a funny person mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know welcome but I crack to the club <laughs> crack myself up even by myself mm-hmm. i'm like this is hilarious no one's here. <laughs> but um um this it was this girl her name was kiera laquan rice like oh. she was one of those people in my life that billy porter would call one of his angels oh. but she really just taught me about like self-love and mm-hmm. she was like um and she was like i'm gonna enjoy me if anybody is like right. why does everyone else get to enjoy me or if somebody else she was like if no one else is gonna care about me i'm gonna care about me mm-hmm. and Amen. like she taught me that when i was 19 and i feel like i really carried that but that's what I think of. I'm like, you know, you love me, but I love me the most. Mm-hmm. And like, you never love me like I love me. James loves James. Yes, yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> and like, I don't think like we've known you what five, six weeks now. I don't think I've ever seen you in a bad mood. Like, like at least when you're at the theater, you are always you're the ray of sunshine with the with the cast. Mm-hmm. Like, you are the one that's like putting everybody in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Well, I try. I think I, that's what I think. Like. um like when I'm interviewing, I'm like, I think I help the work environment mm-hmm. be a better place. Because mm-hmm. one, I am trying to. Right. I was like, I want it to be. And I do think like I have that. But I think it's like this big brother thing about me that mm-hmm. I'm always like, that. hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially take someone under your we, wing. We also have like, we have a very young cast. Most of them are between 18 and 24. Yeah, there's a big gap yeah, between big gap. like 24 <laughs> and then like 31 and up yeah. <laughs> yes and you know let me publicly shout you guys out because when i did have a a, a sad day you guys mm-hmm. were very comforting to me and i appreciated that of course because i was in the car trying to get it together I'm like, let me get it together before i went in and go in there because no it was need. i'm like we're all here to have a good time right. but it was a it was a day for me and i appreciated it of very course much. sometimes bad days come on good days and you have to work through that mm-hmm. bad day 
to try to find your good day out of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I was like funky for like a few days. Like I mm-hmm. kept trying not to think about what was happening. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? Like I just got to mm-hmm. embrace the yeah. pain. Living yeah. it my for counselor a minute. Told me. <laughs> and that's when, when you let it get to its largest form, that's the only time that it can start to shrink mm-hmm. and not hold such a weight on top of you. Thank you, Dr. Shannon. No, <laughs> 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 so that was great advice, though. But I do, like, I, I, from the time, like, I met you two, mm-hmm. it's just the energy of, like, you two together. I'm like, they're, like, the right and left twix. Mm-hmm. Like, just chill. Literally. The good one, the, the candy bar that everyone likes. It's not trying to be all up mm-hmm. in your face like a Reese's Peanut Butter no, Cup. Like, it's just it. like... And if you're but there's that surprise crunch in yes. the middle. Yes, it is. It's always there for Halloween. It's, it doesn't have to try to stand out because we it does. We love Twix. Yes. And if you're wondering, yes, I'm the left Twix. She's the right Twix. Yes. Because he's left-handed yes. and I'm right-handed. <laughs> you know, both South of my Paul. parents are left-handed and really? all of their children are right-handed. Interesting. Both of them. Wow. Genetics. What's happening? And one of my brothers, his mom is left-handed as well. And uh-huh. I'm like, how did that turn out? I was mm. so surprised. So many southpaws. Yeah. Huh. I was like, very my surprised. My mom was, left, left, was left-handed. Mm-hmm. And everyone else my family's right-handed yeah so with us wrapping up mm-hmm. what is going what do you think your biggest takeaway will be from this project from my little from mermaid hmm that's a good question what did you learn about yourself because you guys have been in the game you mm-hmm. know for a while what did you learn <sighs> i have learned to trust my personal instincts mm-hmm in every way, in life and on stage, because usually it ends up being the right thing. I've learned to, you have to open your mind to things Mm -hmm. and allow other things to come in and not, you can question them obviously, but like Sometimes people disagree with you or have different thoughts than you. And if you just shut it down completely, nothing's ever going to change. Nothing's ever going to be discussed. Nothing's ever going to meet each other in any way. So if you just shut it down, that's not going to be good. I try to keep my mind open, again, in life, on theater, because sometimes you, in theater, because sometimes you have a director who's giving you all this direction that you're like, what's happening? But if you sit down and think about it, you're like, oh, I understand their point of view and see what they're looking at. Maybe you can go and talk to them about it and be like, okay, I see what you're saying. This is what I'm saying. Can we try to find a meet in the middle in some way? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to, um, even when, again, when I was talking with Jack and I'm like, you can just say it. Like whatever it is that you're feeling like you can't say, it's okay for you to say because how will you figure it out how will someone know or how can it um get to this point to this point right if you don't say it and i think a lot of people have been afraid especially in the position of the actor because mm-hmm. we're at their beck and call or the will of whoever is in charge right. so we don't want to mess up anything no. to possibly not get rehired mm-hmm. and i can only imagine like the pressure on so many people or the things they don't say when it should be okay for you to just voice an opinion about a scene or something. Exactly, exactly. But some people, because it is an art and it comes from such a different place than a lot of other jobs and work do, it's so much harder when 
somebody says something about your work in a negative way Mm -hmm. and even if it's not supposed to be negative maybe they're just not seeing what you see and it is so much more crushing than someone being like well you filled this report out wrong you're like okay I see that but like when somebody questions your artistic abilities it's so much harder because it comes from like deep inside you yeah I, I, I've been that type of person to mm-hmm. where when I'm creating something that I have style mm-hmm. before in, anyone even gives me a suggestion, I'm like, yeah. no, see it this way first. <laughs> yep. And then after you see it this way, right. then say something. Mm-hmm. But And I can get very like, or, or I feel like if you're already having suggestions, you haven't even seen what I've done. So, right. w- you know, just it just it. makes my mind go. Yep. But I am trying to, like, even when it comes to like this show, I'm like, how do I ask for help without feeling like nothing is going to be taken away from me? Like, mm-hmm. I want to tell this story this way. Right. But I have friends who have college degrees in uh, writing and in education and um, mm-hmm. English. Right. So I need to ask them, but I need, I'm like trying to be mm-hmm. comfortable enough to feel like, because I'm like, no, because it's, you know, it's my shit and I get sensitive. Oh, I get it. So I'm just like, but it's a place that I'm working towards, mm-hmm. like collaborating with people and mm-hmm. still feeling like, how do I like do that with because when I write yeah. it's like so meaningful, but mm-hmm. like not trying to make it so personal. No, I understand. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is so it sounds so stupid, but it's so real. This particular show has taught me a lot about asking for help because I can't get into my costume by myself. I can't get my props by myself. I always have to ask someone else for help, which was very hard for me because I am a very independent person. I have been that way since I was little. So asking for help specifically in a theatrical experience was so difficult. But this show is like humbling me to be like, you can't do this yourself. You need to ask for help. And I finally did it. And I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. That's how I felt with the zippers. I'm like, yeah. dang, I got to ask somebody every right? two seconds. But I would be willing to do it for anyone. So I'm yeah, like, let me exactly. get out of this mindset because I know that like they probably right. feel that way too. I'll trade you a zip for a latch. Right. So same question, Frank. What has this process been like for you? What have you learned? What have you gathered? Uh, it honestly made me like open my mind more. Like, Don't like set myself in this box of like... I've been like throughout my career, like I've always been. I'm a singer first, actor second, and I'm I've never really taken took an acting classes. I've always just kind of learned on the way, like figuring it out on and, the road. Yeah, and <laughs> just be like, oh, am I actually funny, or are the people around me around me making me funny? And with this show having like a song that's just me and hearing that that audience, like it really, I'm like, oh, like I I can't be. I stop being too hard on myself mm-hmm. because, like, I am. Like, they like me. Very funny. They really but, like uh, Yeah, me. just it just yes. like I gotta stop being too hard on myself and just be open. Like, because Chef Louis is like, oh, it's he's just one little role in the show, but no, it's like you can like it can not make or break the show, but like it's the it's small like, roles that win challenges yeah. on Drag Race. Yeah. Like, it's those small like yeah. roles that win um, Emmys for uh, yep. walk on role. Mm-hmm. Yep. But and then. It's like accepting like the small accomplishments mm-hmm. because it's great and you really um you get in, it's funny you say that because I was looking at you today on stage in Pirate and I'm like you really like you uh, was like bewildered and like you, and you fell back and I was like he is so into this and I got a front row yeah. seat just, and I love just, every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, like it, it took me a long time to realize that you're you need to make a fool of yourself mm-hmm. when you're on stage, like dramatic comedy like 
you need like making a fool of yourself is what you have to do mm -hmm. and you just have to have fun and it's taken me a while to figure that out i'm like oh this is what this is this makes sense now you have ah. to be secure it's like in the your light, insecurities the light just came on. i'm like oh yeah I definitely was like trying to be impressive to the people who I, you know, uh, that are when mm -hmm. I was trying I'm like, oh, I want them to see me th in this place and know that I can do this role. Right. Yeah. But then like the last two days, I was just like, what's up, y'all? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, yeah. It's try daddy. Hey and guys, like, it's me trying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you were great, by the way. You mm -hmm. slayed us trying. Thank you. It was the costume. I just was Such like. Such a away. wig. Every time I walk off the stage and it would be over there with her Beat. arms. Because I was bait, like, to me, I'm bait. like, I'm, I'm swimming <laughs> with my hips. You were a BB uh, Benet Sahara walking off that stage every day. Absolutely. <laughs> Come Crop top Triton, let's go. Yes. So before we exit, mm -hmm. um, two more things. Is there anything that will just, just at this moment, that stands out that you'll always be like, oh, that is a Little Mermaid. When I think of Little Mermaid, that. Hmm. That's a great question. That is a great question. What does stand out? <laughs> is it sad that I'm going to say flying rig incidences? <laughs> I was I've thinking never, the exact same thing. I've never had someone flying on stage same. in a show that I've done, so it's new to me, and I sit backstage and watch it a lot yeah. so i know like every nook and cranny of that flying rig at this point yeah and having like being one of the main flyers like we fly four times on the show and i do three of them mm -hmm. and i'm also in charge of looking at the rig before the show making sure it's in working order making sure the rotating part is charging and mm -hmm. whatnot so yeah i think it's a very new experience and mm -hmm. i'm it's it's fun it's mm -hmm. a lot of fun flying people it it looks fine and I have to, I'm like I don't know I just feel like I'm too tall but I mean Chris is up there so yeah but um for me it'll definitely be two two things we'll, half we'll one is it. walking around asking everybody where Usher was at seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> answer old people yes. <laughs> especially the kale you said yeah. kale yeah. except I was very surprised by Nolan he like looked me in the eye and he's like Kale loves orange soda. I was I like, okay. Oh, wait. Right. It was confidence. Okay, but you know it will what? be the funeral for Zuko. Oh. oh Anytime I hear the name Zuko, Zuko, I'm a bit What a start. Like, yeah. We, that was so early. Was, we were still living like in the first hotel. Night, no, like, I think yeah. it was first night of when well, we, yeah. we moved into Cass Housing. It was early. Yeah. My we goodness. Were, none of us were ready for no. that. I wasn't. But I was so happy that I was recording. It was a experience, It was. It was fun. It turned yeah. into a really nice party. I also appreciate that she understood. She's like, I know this is really fucking weird. Yes. Um, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Because I was like, yo, is this like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'm trying to react. And, and like, I know she's sad and I get it. Yeah. But like, I, this shit is hilarious. Right? We are like, burying uh -huh. a fish on are... the grounds of the cast house. Yes. That will be there There's forever. music. There was a procession. There's a video. There was a procession yes. With it, music. Yes. And we all wore black. We did. Yeah. We well, really not me. Did. I did. Not many people get such nice going yeah. away services. Yeah. Like, Amen. People wow. went shopping Human. for that. Yeah. Yes. And we, the people, a lot of people showed up looking nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a day. It was a great time. That was fun. A two-year-old It was a beautiful day. Yes. <laughs> As the sun set upon us. <laughs> All right. So last question before we leave. Right. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, any theater adventures for you ap after this? I'm doing the color purple at Ephrata. 
Afreda. Yes. Pack. Very yes. nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that because I've done this show before. Mm-hmm. But it's another t- opportunity for me to be um, work with some very talented people mm-hmm. who have worked who knows where and I know some of them have done a lot of things so mm-hmm. I'm always I always say I'm a student first mm-hmm. I understand I'm going that. to suck mm-hmm. up everything that I can mm-hmm. around me mm-hmm. and try to you know just add it to my repertoire of what could work for me because uh, sometimes I see things and I'm like oh yeah I need that what role are you playing Harpo. Oh, I'm going to be Mr.'s son. And I did the show before as Mr. So it'll be very mm-hmm. interesting this time to play mm-hmm. Harpo. Mm-hmm. And the type of man that he is. Because I was trying to be super masculine before as um, yeah. Mr. Mm-hmm. Now, Harpo doesn't have to be that masculine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's definitely in my wheelhouse. So, like, kind of, you know, like, <laughs> you funny him. guy. And I'm like super excited. And um, I met some of the cast here, mm-hmm. and they were like, just singing one day wonderfully <laughs> and I was just like oh my gosh and they're like join in I'm Here like yeah goes. I didn't go to that type of church I don't know these songs <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> sorry but, um, but y'all go it sounds yeah, great <laughs> and I'm, again I'm hoping to do Elf here fingers crossed yes you know. ma'am yes. Elf yeah Elf either as Buddy or um, somebody who gets anything. paid you know? anything uh-huh. All right. we love to get paid yes, we, we love do. to get paid we but do. who do you want to be the one that gets paid the one that gets paid <laughs> enough to pay rent yes <laughs> Thank you for my money and letting yeah. me play make believe yes. on stage yeah. for people. And honestly, I would love me. to be in Madagascar. <laughs> you would be, be Marty. amazing. That'd be amazing. I, I forgot all about Marty because I was like, oh, the lemur. King Julian. King yes. Julian. Oh, but also, then I was like, oh my yes. gosh. Because I've done a lot of like Eddie Murphy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but I love Chris Rock too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. And when yes. I see kids show, I'm like, is mm-hmm. it kids or like are adults in it? No, it's adults in Madagascar. Like, full costuming like those penguins are full penguins i would live it's not the to idea be marty of... because i love madagascar mm-hmm. it's so great. it's a great oh it's gosh. a great movie it's a great little kid show too it is. Oh. so if you're listening to this um i'm gonna be here to audition for that <laughs> anything else hmm. Hmm. what's we... your favorite color james um, I think my favorite color is red because it was my mom's favorite color mm-hmm. when okay. we were growing up. But I think I look best in blue. Oh, okay. I love blue. Mm-hmm. If I had a choice, it would have been blue. But mm-hmm. my mom, everything my mom liked was my favorite. So I just keep going <laughs> with red. I'm just going to stay loyal to the fan base. Just keep running with red. What's yes. your favorite cuisine? I mean, food? I love, I'm a meat and potatoes type of person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I nice can do steak. burger and fries, but mm-hmm. steak and potatoes mm-hmm. is my thing. Okay. And as long as Trey's cooking it, I'm eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you with those mashed potatoes every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, every day. <laughs> every day. And I do love fried chicken. It just is like so good. Mm-hmm. But um, mashed potatoes and gravy since I was a kid mm-hmm. is my thing. Yes. I do love a gravy. Yes. You love a sauce. I love a sauce. Sauce is my favorite food. <laughs> well, it was lovely speaking with the two of you. Thank you it's for having a lot us. Of I appreciate you two so much. And I hope that we here. get a chance yeah. to work together again. I, I hope agree. So. Yes. I agree. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been James Major Burns, Shannon Connolly, and Frank Lewis Hughes Jr. Woo. And this is the third degree. <laughs>